Hey everybody, this is John Z from uh, Comic Book Invest Tales from the Flip Side podcast, and welcome to episode two of Global Comic Safari. I have with me, as always, Matt Roybo from the uh, Foreign Comic Collecting Magazine. Say hi, Matt. What up, guys? <laughs> Today we are going to do another cover set. We are going to talk about the iconic uh, Batman 227 by Neil Adams. Um, but first, we wanted to just kind of pause and share uh, a funny video we got in the group that uh, one of the guys got that he was very excited about a pickup. Uh, if you watch, <laughs> watch Tales from the Flipside, you saw Robert's uh, pickup from the Big Booty Gwen. But this one is might be a Ian, man, he he TikToked that the shit out of that. <laughs> I have been laughing for days when I saw it. Can you tell a little bit about the story? Yeah, of that so, one okay, so Ian Ian is a member of the group, and he was he's he's a big builder of uh, the Batman Adventures Twelve, of course, first Harley. But he wanted to start another set. He likes Dark Hawk, and he hit me up, and he was wanting to know what Dark Hawk ones that I knew of. Uh, edition wise and i said well i think there's definitely some europeans and particularly some some easy easier ones to find and and then i told him i remembered that i had an italian uh dark hawk one that was in the the italian punisher run told him about it he says oh really i, I how much do you need for it and i was like i don't know throw me a number you know so he threw me a number i said that's cool um i'll ship it out shipped it out and I told him, I said, yeah, make sure to post this in the group when you get it. And I told him, make sure to post it. I didn't say go make this amazing TikTok video. I just thought I'm going to scan it. <laughs> and so he did, made this amazing TikTok video and he posted it in there. And he's all excited for the for the Dark Hawk. He's going to start building that set. So I'm really happy for Ian. Ian Dionata is, is the collector's name. And, um, you know, that's just, he's he's excited. He's There's something about building sets that's exciting and pulling these books from all over the place. And he got lucky because Matt had one in his collection here in the States. He didn't have to go. He was, he had already been looking on Italian eBay and uh, I had that issue. And I just said, yeah, dude, let's, let's go. Let's get it to you. Save, and, save, save up 15 bucks on shipping, man. Trust me. I've or been, even I've some been of eyes, them, 20, 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. Too much right now. So, all right, let's get down to some awesome. business. Uh, that was a great video. Uh, Robert used some TikTok, so I'm sure we'll see a little more. If you got one you want to share, shoot it our way. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, heck uh, yeah. Do some TikToks. <laughs> so we decided to do Batman 227 because, A, it's awesome. Uh, B, uh, it's not the largest set out there. It's a good uh, bronze, uh, uh, silver bronze book to get. Uh, that's the uh, original U.S. version. I'm going to put the yep. set pick up right here. Um, only... Six international cover editions. We'll, we'll get into the weeds a little bit more on on the set, but these yeah. are the big six. Um, so, you know, we got Mexico, we got uh, French, we got uh, two printings in Brazil, which is unique. Uh, we got the Aussie, and then we got the, uh, the Arabic. Lebanese. Lebanese. Lebanese Arabic. 
So and that's a that's a monster, man. <laughs> I'm gonna flash a quick image of the US one just to kind of just to kind of give us a little bit of uh, general information and just get a look at it because as we know, they look a little different each one, just kind of take mm -hmm. some details in. Um, some fast facts on this one. Um, printed in December of 1970. Um, check the census. There's just over 1,300 on the census. A vast, you know, the heaviest range is in that 7-8 range, just for information. Um, there are 11 9-8s, which is almost wow. surprising for this book, but, you know, oh, you never know. black cover. I'm surprised. Yeah. So 11 is a higher number than I expected, but not not impossible. I mean, people were putting them in in books in this or uh, bags and boards at this point in time. I mean, comics were kind of becoming collectible. Um, yeah. Iconic Neil Adams cover, um, homage to uh, Detective Thirty One, which is a monster of a book. Oh yeah. Uh, and Neil is arguably the, if not the one of the definitive Batman artists of all time. Um, definitely of the. Uh, you know, late silver bronze age type. Oh one. yeah. He was, he was a beast. Yeah. Um, Neil, what can you say? I mean, so many classic, classic and key covers from his time doing bats. I mean, this one though, for me really takes the cake with the demon and the maiden and the wolves. Um, yeah. I, I regret I was at a con a couple of years ago. I saw a nine, four I was going to buy and I waited too long went and had lunch with a buddy and by the time I came back, it was gone. Oh, shit. And I'm still, still regretting it. Um, just some price out. If you want to pick one up low to kind of low mid grades, are going to run you a hundred, a couple hundred bucks. 9.0 will run you probably just under a thousand. So, um, I got a decent American. It's yeah. got, it's got problems right here. It's got some color breaking and, and stuff, but you know, even the, in the mid grades now, this book is still going to run you some money. Yeah, it's going to be four or five hundred bucks to get something with some eye appeal. So, yeah, not a crazy expensive book, but still high in demand and and decent numbers for for the book with, you know, no real quote key issues. It's it's a classic cover by all definition. Except for one thing, John. Remember we talked about that. I've read that according to some hardcore DC historic geeks, in this comic book is the first time batman they actually show batman crying weeping huh. on a panel that's what i'd read i don't know how true that is but you know at the end of the story here um there's a, a ghost the ghost of the, of the of the maiden that that haunts gothos mansion and she's got a painting up on a wall and batman is sitting like near the painting and he's got his his hands in his face like that and i huh. it's he's full-on weeping and i'd heard that this is the first time you ever get to see Batman really cry like that. I don't know how true that is. That's just what I'd read in some blogs and, huh. and other. I saw some things about hanging panels, all that kind of stuff. I didn't really want to get in the weeds because, you know, we're not here to talk about the American as much as we like yeah. it. We're here to talk yeah. about the foreigns. The foreigns, baby. So we're going to kick it off with a tour to Brazil, which Brazil, is, as you'll learn, is one of the big stomping grounds. A lot of, a lot of books come out of Brazil. Yeah. Most sets Huge seem to stop package. there somewhere. So, Start with Huge the first edition of Brazil. Okay. So, this is a famous e-ball. Now, e-balls are beautiful books out of Brazil. This is Batman B, issue number 40. This is the first series of the Batman B. They did two. 
Um, it was published by Ebal on November of 1971. So it just 11 months after the original. Yeah, not that far off, man. You know, Brazil was, they were close. Um, it contains Batman 227 and it contains Brave and the Bold 76. Now, all the interiors are black and white. Ebal, for the most part, had black and white interiors. Now, they did have some series called M. Colores that were full color. Uh, but I think those were more expensive, and I actually think those might be harder to find at times because maybe they're they're more expensive on the Nissan, so not as many sold. Um, but the thing about this book, okay, so the 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 classic art on the inside looks great in black and white. It it looks great, and and e balls are printed with really good paper, decent almost cardstock covers that 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 you that you've seen. Yeah. Um, but the problem with the e-balls or if you don't consider it a problem the kind of neat thing about it was for whatever reason e-ball covers are colored very differently than the american originals we think that maybe it's because they got the artwork but they never got the color sets so they were kind of left to their own devices on color uh, another good example of uh, a neat e-ball colorization difference would be the uh, spider-man 129 it's the only Spider-Man 129 foreign edition where his skull is like gray and it's like <laughs> subdued. And, yeah. and so, and so you have these weird colorations with the e-balls. And I, I think it's simply because they, they got the art, but maybe they just didn't either. They didn't get the color information or they said, screw it and decided to do whatever they wanted to do. What's clearly simply accepted though, is that this cover with that kind of pastel uh, almost watercolory feel is gorgeous. Oh, if you it is compare, amazing. If you can, and I tell people all the time, when you have this book in your hands, very you 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 go, holy shit! I mean, look at. I'm flashing the, the original just to take another look. Yeah, at it. yeah. The originals. It almost seems a little cold. It's got a lot of stuff up in there. You got the comics code. You got Batman's extra or Robin's extra. Who cares oh, yeah. about Robin? You exactly. got you know. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of busy. Yeah, this you flip one, back to this one, this orange and brown, just really. It's just, it pops. It's, it's beautiful. Um, you'll it, no, it, and notice the clouds. Okay, go back to the American, John. See how the clouds are like wispy? Yeah. Now go back to, see on the Brazilian, they filled in a lot of that background. And I don't know what that necessarily does, but I feel like it gives the bats figure in the back almost like a, a, a decent enough contrasty background. Whereas on the American, he's black on black, yeah, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? Gets, it adds a little more foreboding. Yeah, it's and it's it's like contrasty. It just this this issue is amazing. You know, it's it's the it's best best looking cover in the set. Yep, and and it's it's printed close to the American original. You know, November nineteen seventy one. That's a long time for a book to survive in Brazil. Um, yeah. We talked about it, the rusty staples and yeah, sometimes and removing then you have staples. To deal with the rusty staples, removing of staples. E balls are known throughout the foreign hobby for being very difficult to get without uh, page quality issues and without rusty staples. Um, so if you can find one, you don't want to find one that looks like it's got perfect staples. You want to find one that's got some discoloration in the staples and hopefully no rust. Or no rust migration, which you see a lot with e-balls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but this is a beautiful book. I have even gone 
and said that I think that if you went to a con, any con, pick a con in America, and go to some comic art booth and put up a poster of the American and a poster of this Brazilian e-ball and have them at the same price, I honestly think the, the e-ball would sell more. I know it sounds crazy, but I just, you know, this is one of those clear examples where I think the uh, the foreign publisher just did a better job. Yeah, it's, it is a pretty book. Uh, we're going to jump ahead a little bit because Brazil put out a second version of this. Um, this is, I, I showed this on Tales from Flipside a while ago. This is a digest size comic, though. So just be aware if you happen to order one, it's going to be one of those little. That's uh, tiny. Yeah, what, maybe seven by four or something size. Yeah, this is Super Amigos number 18. This was published by Abril. And Abril did mainly digest size books. Um, though I have seen some examples of normal, more normal formats. For the most part, Abril was all digest size. The interiors are color. This was printed way later. This was printed in October of 1986. And the interior has doesn't have a 227 at all. <laughs> it's just a cover. It's just this cover. Look, they removed the demon. They removed the maiden. They removed the dogs or wolves, however you want to call them. And they put Robin on there kicking some asshole. This one is, this one has Batman 345, Tech 511, Batman 349, and Green Lantern 149 in it. So it's, it's got, it's, and it's got those stories from there. So it's, it's got a lot of stuff in there, but no 227 to be found. They just wanted to use a cool cover and throw Robin right in the middle. Yeah. You know, throw it in there. And, you know, people will say, well, it doesn't have, you know, this essentially isn't a 227. You know what? If we're going to split hairs, yeah, it's not a 227 edition. But if you're building this set, you kind of have to have it because you need almost need to pad the set out because it is so small. Unfortunately, this set is pretty small. And we said a lot of the a lot of the quote set builders are building cover sets. Yes. There's a whole another niche of interiors and poster art and all that stuff that we'll talk about. So Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and some completionists, they're gonna want this for their set. And the reason the other reason to bring it up is it's a relatively easy book to find. This is not a difficult book to get. You can get no, this. I one. paid about twenty bucks for one. Yeah. Ago. It's easy. Everyone so, can have one of these if they want one. We're gonna stick to uh, Spanish language and hit the Navarro. The Navarro, okay. This is out of Mexico. For those of you that you know are new to the hobby, this is. Um, I'll let Matt give you the details before I get into it. This is the Mexican Navarro, Batman, El Hombre Musis. God, I have a hard time with the the bat. Musielago, Musielago. I've always had a hard time with that. Batman, El Hombre Musielago, issue five ninety one. So, you know, you want to talk about a long run in Mexico's history of Batman? This is issue 591. Of course, they were throwing a bunch of stuff in there. But, yeah, so it's a, it's a high number. It was printed by Navarro on 19 – we know it was printed in 1971, but I don't have the months for that. Um, it's got color interiors. It contains the Bats 227 story. The issue with this book is that they really suffered from print quality issues. Do you do you don't own one of these yet, right, Not John? Yet. I haven't got to this one. Well, when you do get to this, you'll find that almost all the copies we see have a problem with ink transfer. Okay. And we see it on the back and on the front. Do you see, like on this on this on this book? Do you see how there's some quality issues up in Batman, and it just looks like like it, they were stacked wet? 
Okay. We think that we think that maybe these were stacked and they weren't allowed to dry properly. And so what you see on these Batman Navarro 227s is on the back you'll see ink transfer from the front. Almost on I've seen I've seen plenty of these. Almost to the letter you'll always find I've never seen a copy that did not have an ink transfer problem. And I think I know what it might be. Do you do you know what might might have happened, John? I do not. I'll let you well, know. In the offset press world, you have it's printed using four color, right? Cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. Yeah. Black black can be just simply black, or it can be black with the other colors mixed in. A rich black, what they call in the printing world. I think that when they did the color separations for this book at Navarro, their blacks, all of their blacks were still mixed with cyan, magenta, and yellow included into them somewhat and so it made for a real heavy thick printing it wasn't just the black ink it was sort of like a the mix was really heavy and i think that for some reason might have had some issues with their print quality and it's not even just the cover if you open this book up um most of these books that i've looked on the interior same issue you have ink transfer so for some reason Either these books were right off the press, they were maybe stacked too high, so there was too much pressure. You're not supposed to put a whole lot of pressure on them, or you'll get that ink transfer when they're wet. So there was some print quality issues with this book that I've never seen an issue that didn't have it. Huh. Right? So high grade, give up, just find yourself a nice copy. Just, just find a nice presented copy. You're not going to find one in high grade. But if you send it to a... To a, a, a a grading company like CBCS, Tim Bildhauser, their their foreign expert there, he's gonna know that this book had print quality issues right off the press. He, he it's it, so I think that this book would get a pass, like a lot of the books do when they when they get uh, issues from you know when there's print yeah. defects, they give them a pass. Of course, it's not gonna get into the ultra high grades, but you might you might get lucky. You might get a book that could land in the seven or the eight range, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. I've never seen one. Even the Palacio copy. I know I've talked about the Palacio books as being this high-grade pedigree out of Mexico City. Even the Palacio copy 227 had these print quality issues and was a little a little bit rough. Yeah. I don't want to get too much in the weeds on the cover of this one. Just flash it again for everybody. But yeah, the main difference is Batman... Logo is a little different. Um, you know, it's the purple instead of the yellow. Um, yep. You know, some logoing things, but they stuck pretty close to the original. They made the bridge a little more pop. I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, it's like reddish. It's more reddish or something. Yeah. And then just time, we're going to hop on over to Australia. Uh, I just picked one of these up and showed it off last week. So, woo! About it. It was a. There's a nicer copy than the scan here, so that's a yeah, win. Yeah, this is this is my copy. This is my rough copy. But I think I ended up paying like two twenty-five for this. Now the Mexican, like that we just showed, that can be difficult. But if you wait around long enough and you're patient, you can probably find one. For some reason, this Aussie tip top was a bitch in the early days. They just weren't coming out of Australia, and we we didn't, we weren't quite sure. And it's not necessarily that this series that this is in was that rare we just weren't seeing them for whatever reason this is the australian superman presents tip top comic monthly issue number 98 it was printed by kg murray in july of 1973 so it's not 
you know, it's still a very old book. All the interiors are black and white. Sorry. All the interiors are black and white, and it contains Batman 227, 236, 241, and a Tech 425. Um, so it's got a lot of it's got a lot of stuff going for it. And also the the interesting thing about this one that I've always thought that puts it separates it from the others is that it's got like this red hue shift. It's got a very reddish cover, which I think adds to the, the dress a little theme. darker. Yeah, watch swap between that and the American. Yeah, it's just yeah, a like, more pink. It's very pinkish red. It's like oops, the right one. Jumped ahead. Yeah, see see how much redder the mansion is. Um the yeah. uh, everything is the ground, the, the bridge. It's a very reddish, magenta-ish hued book. And for me, I've always liked it because I, I feel like it it kind of I've always loved this cover because there's an evilness to it. I don't know if that if that makes yeah. sense, but it's like we know that if if the demon of Gothel's mansion catches the maiden and he and he unleashes those dogs on her, it's gonna be quite an ugly situation. We've all seen <laughs> Game of Thrones. So there's an evilness to this cover that I like. That I think was in the original tech and the reason that Neil swapped it. You know, yeah, the, the reason he I mean there's just something so iconic about about it. And I love that red shift. I love the red yeah, hue. The, the cover's good. Uh, there's a lot of distraction in the uh, the logoing with the purple, the mm. a lot of colors going on at the Superman present. So yeah you know, the Planet Comics. There's a it's lot a of busy. Talk. Yep, it is. Um, it's definitely you know, busy. Speaking of busy, the the French seem to like the same the same look. Theirs is also a little a little less busy than Tip Top. It's still a lot going on with the, the Batman Superman logo. Going on. This is the French Sage Edition Superman at Batman issue forty three. Now this book contains. Action Comics 391. It leads with 391. It does not lead with the 227, which I thought was interesting. It has So it starts off with Action Comics 392. Then it has Batman 227. And then it has Superboy 166 um, leading in the pack. So this one is a weird one. Just like how the tip top had a reddish shift, this one's this a bluish blue. shift. Yeah, the, the, the castle's less red. The dress is now blue. Blue. Yeah, everything's a little blue. Is the face redrawn? Um, yes, the Batman looks redrawn. We think that maybe it's because tone they, it down a bit. Well, maybe they. I don't. I think maybe they didn't receive the Batman. Yeah, I think I'm they might have received the everybody again. Yeah, it's a completely redrawn bat. Yeah, he's just a little. I, I don't know. Either that or he's just colored in more. He's just. He looks friendlier. Maybe. And look, he even the look way his menacing, menacing. Yeah, and even like the way his shoulders are is different. Like it's so we can. It's pretty safe to assume that they redrew the bat in the background for the French edition. Why did they do that? Did they? I, I don't think they got the artwork or something. Potentially, or they that. just kind of wanted to censor it back a bit. We've seen somewhere thought it yeah. was too scary a cover. When was this one published? I don't think we hit that. Um. Oh, we didn't. Uh, I don't have. I don't have. I the, it's uh, got to be a little later on this one, but it just was. This a little... one, I don't have the date. I wasn't able to find it right off the right off the top of my head. But I think this one was. I know that the series that this is in, 
So this is 43. The series that this is in, I think, started in 69. Okay. So or maybe 70. not too far after. So it's probably not too far after. Probably like 75, 76. But I don't know for sure. I'd have to... Yeah, sorry, right. my bad on that. But uh, it, it's no, just okay. it's just the friendlier version. It isn't quite as spooky. Yeah, it's not as evil, right? No, but it, you know, it's a fun thing about looking at these books is find the difference. That blue dress, I mean, blue dresses are never as interesting as a red dress or you know pink dress. Just is. Look all the way back to the golden age. Yeah, I mean, it's blue. I think the the dogs are white. The dogs yeah. have no color. Huh? So maybe they. Maybe they did that to kind of bring to pull back on the intensity of the dogs. I'm not sure. Also, the mansion, if you notice, they they gave the 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 pitched roof its own color, yeah. and the and the the stucco like a green color. Yeah, it's got a little more definition in that building too. Yeah, the building on this one pops. All right, so we're gonna jump to kind of the most funky part of this set and we haven't really hit on it yet the lebanese i'm gonna cover our faces for a minute just because yeah uh, that's okay and it's just oops um i'm jumping around crazy um they just there's multiple printings as you've discussed so yes i, I will let you kind of get in the weeds a minute on this and tell me tell me what what you what you okay. want to tell me about these guys Okay, this is the Arabic Lebanese Batman 115. The first print was printed by Illustrated Publications of, in July of 1974. The interiors are spot color. Do you own any spot color foreigns, John? I do not. Well, what they did was they would include black and then they would include a spot color. And the Arabics would jump around from like pink to blue um to green i believe uh another another country that did this was the greeks the cabanas helas very often were printed um with a spot color uh depending depending on where what issue in the run but we think that foreign publishers did this just simply to save money on ink right is that like the the spider-man playboys where they're they're black and white yes. with the yes. red with the with the red yeah exactly it's just spot color and it can change it can be uh, also, with like the Taiwanese Marvels, you'll see them blue, you'll see them uh, green. So, you know, they they would use spot color. So the so the so the the publisher, Illustrated Publications, used black plus a spot color to just add something to it. And I don't have any examples here of interiors. Maybe we should have got some, but um, right. they're very interesting. Now, this one was printed in 1974 out of Lebanon, and that was the first print. Now, there's three on here. The second one is a counterfeit. Notice on the middle. Why do you say counterfeit versus reprint? Because we, in the early days, we used to think this might have been a second printing by the publisher at a later date. But we found, I'm, the general consensus now within, like, the enthusiasts of the of the Lebanese books are that the second and the third print, the third print we knew for sure was a counterfeit. These were printed by collectors that gathered a bunch of CBRs together and they were like a comic book club and they printed it for themselves because these books are tough to find. And a lot of them did not, couldn't, never had owned one, right? 
So we think that something similar was done in the 90s, and that is the first counterfeit. Now, what you see, do you see the little logo next to the bat symbol? Inside that would be illustrated publications in Arabic, right? You'll notice on this on this first counterfeit, which will be in the middle, it looks like that little circle is an egg. Do you see that? Yeah, it's a little off. It's like oval, right? Yeah. Another thing that calls this this book out is look on the 110. I, I don't know what if that's an Arabic. I don't think that's numbering because this is 115. I, I don't know. I can't read Arabic. But do you see how it looks like it says to us as English 110? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't. Did you, did you notice how much bolder that is over the first one? Yeah, it definitely sticks out. And do you see the text too on the top? How it's bolder? Yeah. Also, another 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 way to tell this issue. Do you see the moon? Do you see how it looks like it's mirroring itself there? I don't see that as much. I guess that's there's like a moon, and then it comes down, and then it looks like it, it's mirroring itself, like it's coming back, it's going out. Huh. Where it's oh, coming. okay, I got you. Miss like a miscut. I got you. See how the cut is there, and it looks like it. Yeah. We're not exactly sure why, but all of these second printings. If depending on how they're cut, you should see some of that mirror. Put that other one that was up that you that you showed. Do you yeah, see the mirror there? Yeah, it almost looks like the multiverse and the planets are dividing. Exactly. That is a print from the nineties, we think. And but this is definitely from what I from what when I've seen these, they look like they are offset print. Hmm. So the third printing, the second counterfeit, the third printing. I'm gonna go that's back to clearly the three. A, yeah, that's clearly a Xerox. That's one that I own. See how much darker the artwork is and how much yellower the moon is? Mm -hmm. That one you can easily tell. And then look at the look at the mansion. I mean, it's it's spooky, right? You can't it's see dark. any detail in there except that one window. We are going to mention that this one's signed and has a has a drawing on it, so don't, yeah. don't note those. Don't pay attention to that. That this is my copy. This was uh, I took it to Neil to sign at the Santa Fe Comic Con just for the yeah. hell of it. Um. So there's three distinct printings. Is that Two the of is them that are oval? Counter. Is that oval logo or is it? No, it's the, circular. The third okay. print is more. So circular. the third print went back to the original, at least as far as from the photocopy. At least close, closer as far as as far as the logo. But even the one ten C in the in the it almost looks like a number to us. I'm not sure what that would be in Arabic, but even that still is a little bit more bold than the original. Yeah, they definitely turned up the color on the copy. Yeah, they did. They highlighted so, dark and went with for it. So you know what we and get. Roughly, where is this one time-wise? This one is modern. This is like in the two thousands. I think. Okay. I think uh, this group of collectors had the entire Batman run printed, and I think it was like. I've heard the number of. I've heard the date of the late two thousand, before two thousand ten, like two thousand six, two thousand seven, something okay. like that. The late, That's what late I've 2000s. heard, but. I, and they did, and they. It wasn't like they did these to rip people off. They just wanted a copy. They wanted a copy, and this this comic club gathered all the dot CBRs together to uh, to print these, and they they all pitched in some money, and they all just printed. I don't know what what the print ones are. I do know that some people are in communication with some of the collectors that were in the group, so we might have an idea of print run. Okay. But um, I'm pretty sure these were printed on a Xerox modern printer. These were not offset print. But even still, John, 
it's still a cool book to have. When I showed this to Neil, his eyes still popped out of his head. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's we talked about the language and the, just the look and and the the you know the Lebanese Arabic. It just it just your eyes go, wow, that's so different. You know, yeah, Greeks and, have and then, it, a couple others have it. And don't forget, this is red. Arabic is red, right to left. So the spine is on the right. So you, you couldn't ask for a more novel 227 edition. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to get a little more into the weeds. We talked about this. That's the end of the cover set. Yep. Um, Very if, you were, if, you're, if you're a set builder, do you consider getting any of these three kind of completing that set to a degree? Yeah. I mean, for me, I have, I have the modern printing by that collector club. Do I want a second print or a first print? Yeah. If one were to come up, come around and I had the money, I would love to own the one that was printed in the 90s um, simply because it's still pretty dang old and it came out of, you know, it still came out of an Arabic country. You know, I the example I like to use is, uh, what was it back in the day? CGC even used to slab them as counterfeits. Was it Cerebrus 1? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um there was a there was some counterfeits done of Cerebrus, and they were done not that long after the original printing. And CGC, e even when they first started, were even still slabbing them because, you know, those the original Cerebruses were so hard to come by. For a lot of collectors, owning the counterfeit was good enough. You know, Absolutely. for me, I, I it doesn't matter if I'm building the two two seven set. I would love to have all three at one point in time. Um, that first one though. You know, very, the one rare. Was very rare, hard to find. You know, a lot of the Arabic stuff didn't survive or it was it was bound. Um, I've got it's some more area, too, for a long time. Yeah. And remember, yeah, th this was by a Lebanese publisher, Illustrated Publications. They printed this in 1974. Not six between six and eight years later, Lebanon was in the middle of a civil war. Yeah. So, you know, um, you Comic end books up with, were not a priority. Not a priority when you're fighting for your life. This is this is I would you know say this is definitely could be considered a conflict book, a book that had to survive conflict, whether it be uh war, whether it be social uh craziness. Um yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be the ghost, the monster of the set. You know, all the other books can can be found with enough time and energy, but a first printing. This first Lebanese Batman 115 printed by Illustrated Publications of July 1974. It's going to be a tough, tough book to get. Absolutely. So we're going to hit two non-cover sets items in this one. Starting off with... Yes. Tell me about this guy. This is the Indonesian bootleg. Okay. And it is magnificent. Show the show the side by side real quick, John. Yeah, it is a cover swipe of what is it? Two hundred five, I think. Yeah, I think so. Two hundred five, Batman. So it's, it's, it's. I don't even want to call it a swipe because they just. I they just creeped it out. Wanted, yeah. I mean, the Indonesian bootlegs are wonderful, wonderful books. Whole, you know, you could. We could spend hours talking about Indonesia alone, but what the what the bootlegs really did was they just allowed those Indonesian artists to shine. The Indonesian artists here really just 
did whatever the hell he wanted. I mean, he, he used the guy. The guy out. He, yeah, he made him a vampire. He, I mean, he made his skin. Look at his skin. It almost looks like he's got like pustules or I mean, yeah, nothing. Just, nothing is the same. It's all redrawn. Completely. It just. I mean, it just referenced almost. I. I don't know. I mean, Robin's blonde haired. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. He's blonde. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's like inspired by. Basically. Yeah, it, it is a, a cool one. So is this this has the guts of two two seven? Yes, it has the guts of two two seven. There's there's the splash page, uh, the cat the classic demon of Gotham's mansion splash page, and yeah, it's Indonesian. I mean, this is bootleg, and it is a beautiful, wonderful book. Is this is this a foreign Batman two two seven? I believe it is, and as a set builder of two two seven, I would want it because of what it is. And because they took a bat, what did we say it was, 305 or whatever? I think it's 205 we talked about. But oh, 205, yeah, a... yeah. And, you know, because they took a 205 bat and just totally screwed with it. And then they include the classic 227 Gotho story interiors. This is a this is an awesome 227. I could understand if a collector didn't want it, you know. But for me, this we'll is called the expanded set. Yeah, this is an expanded set. You've got, you, if you can get this book, get it. And it's, it's, you know, Indonesia is one of those things. It's kind of a tough place to crack. There are some Indonesian sellers on Facebook and eBay selling, but there's not a whole lot. You don't see this book all the time. No, I saw it one time. I didn't realize what it was, so I regret not grabbing it. It's a neat one. It's a really neat one. So the next one, we're going to give a shout-out to to one of the guys from the Foreign Comic Collector Magazine Facebook group. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put his post here so we can start yeah. and appreciate it. Um, yeah, this is our buddy Gabe out of out of Greece. Yes, yeah, so he uh, he uh, talked about this one, um, a Belgium edition of two two seven. This is yeah, one where we talked about. It's not the true cover. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show you the image inside. Is one of the, one of the splash pages is where the image lives. No, no, no. This one lives on the Superman. So that's the oh. story of this one. This one is. I'm gonna flash um, the cover. Yeah, Flash the Superman cover. So it lives in this Superman book. Yes. So this Superman book came out before their 227. And they used in this book that 227 classic artwork as an ad, like to let you know that it's upcoming. Oh, so it's an ad. It's not even. Yeah. So so this this uh, image right here comes out of that uh, Netherlands Superman book. Okay. So it would make you think, oh, cool, they're going to print a 227. La Nuit des Demons, you know, it's the Demon of Gotham's Mansion. They have it in black and white. And why didn't they? And here's what they printed. And here's what they printed. An in, an interior panel of some sort. La Nuit des Demons, the Demon of Gotham's Mansion. Why didn't they so the use the story is the 227 here, but yes. not the artwork. Yes. So this is another wonky one. Yeah. Why did they not use the classic cover? What were they thinking? I don't know. You know, uh, we we think maybe they thought it was too uh, implying of violence, maybe? Yeah, no, I they mean, was carry a casket around, though. But, yeah, but he's carrying a casket of some sort. What do you think's in there? They're, they don't. They didn't fill that with candy. No, this almost looks like Batman on, like, an old EC cover. Yeah, see Batman up in the corner? He's kind of hanging out. And, and then it's, the, the the coloring is weird. Yeah, it's not up with that dude's shirt. Yeah, it's like it's, orange and lime green. It's it's, it's a bit of a mess of a of, a, of an image. Yeah, um, what were they thinking? 
Yeah, it, a fail of a country for some reason. It has to be censorship of some kind, and I, I don't know. But the wacky world of foreigns that we live in and see yeah. all the craziness. If um, you're building the 227 set, do you want this book? I think so. It's cool. I might want the Superman more. Yeah, the Superman's got the got the, the classic in there. I mean, look on, on, on flash my... Uh, I've got a copy of it up there. Do you see up there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I printed out a copy for my comic uh, closet. Because it is. It's, so, it's cool. I mean, I like it. Absolutely. So there you have it. There's the 227 set with some extras we threw in. Um, we did a good job of trying to keep near time today. Yeah. Um, anything you want to kind of talk about quick before we get the heck out of Dodge? Um, just, you know, this is a fun set. This is a set that's, that uh, people have been building for a very long time, from the very earliest uh, times of uh, at least the, um, the hobby here in America. This was one of those first sets that people were trying to build and, and – so as such, I think it's part of like foreign comics history in that sense. Um, it's not a big set, but some of these books can give you some fits. If you're hunting them down, of course, that Lebanese Arabic, Lebanese Arabic is going to be tough. Uh, the, the Aussie and the Mexican can be tough in their own right if you can't find them. Uh, the E-ball, the Brazilian E-ball, it's not that it's that tough. What it's going to be tough about that book is finding one in decent condition. Uh, you, you'll be able to find one, but most of a lot of them are trashed and then of course the super amigos that's easy um but you know there's something about sets putting them together this is a great book classic book i love this set absolutely all right and then uh do you want to talk about your uh your podcast here oh you're working podcast global global comics calling is our long form podcast uh we did a discussion on uh today we did a discussion on filipino books we ended up talking about it for like an hour and 30 minutes. It's a, it's a really long show. Um, I gathered a bunch of info, all the info. We have a, a page on Facebook called the Philippine Research Society. And what we're doing is just trying to gather as many scans and information as we can on Filipino books. We did a great podcast today, so I'd love everyone to go. It's called Global Comics Calling. You can find us on, on Facebook. And then, of course, I'm just excited to do more foreign work with you, John. Calling, right? Foreign Comics Calling, yeah. You I'm just global. excited to – what did I say? Oh, global? Yeah. Um, yeah, Foreign Comics Calling. That's what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. So check it out. Check out the Foreign uh, Comic Collectors uh, Magazine group on Facebook. Um, I want to just thank Comic Book Invest for helping us out, as always. And yep. uh, feel free to join myself and the guys uh, from the Tales from the Flipside podcast tomorrow, well, Monday night at 930 and uh, next set we're going to feature is going to be Iron Man number one, the classic Woo! Iron Man cover. Uh, I know yeah. Matt's been building a set of that one, so we're trying to jump around and we hit a DC. We're going to get a you know, Marvel next time. So yep. all you uh, Silver Age guys, come on back and we'll show you some cool stuff. Yep. Um, thank everybody. Please like, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you again at, uh, soon. Thank you, John. Thanks, Matt. You guys have a good one.